0: You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you Inside the Locker Room presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Welcome back. Well, not welcome back. Welcome in to the Monday edition of Inside the Locker Room 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get in with us this morning. Twitter account at locker room 109 at Joe Gaither 6 at Barry Sanders or at Wim Sanders 1. Email address for a show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what your project is this season, pier Deck, Fence, Pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for yellowwood pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Head down to your local dealer, your yellowwood.com to find your local dealer. Dealer, And if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, guys, believe me, you don't want it. Good weekend for the University of Alabama. Guys, I'm going to ask you all, and Dad, you give the report, is this team, Joe and Dad, and more maybe you, Joe, here locally, is it getting the buzz it deserves here locally, you think? I mean, this team is good the buzz it uh,
2: deserves no is it getting a lot of buzz yes
1: yeah i mean i would think you'd see billboards and people i mean uh it seems like it's somebody different all the time so I, this team needs to start getting the buzz that is created and deserve we'll see if they end up being ranked number one today good morning dad how are you this morning doing
3: okay i'll go pretty fast because i've got two or three things i want to say last night Uh, Andy Reid, who I'm not sure about this, but was fired at Philadelphia some years ago. Uh, Joe can check me on that, because if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But I think he was a Philadelphia coach and was fired there. Um, Let me me explain something to you people who are always criticizing everybody that does anything. Um, Players win games. Andy Reid set them in the very best spots he could set them in to run against the defense that Philadelphia had. Had the players chipped over each other? Had they missed the passes? Had they thrown a bad pass? Had, had whatever happened happened? Uh, then uh, it would have been bad. You'd have been on Andy. You'd have been on Andy if you were a fan. Uh, they didn't. They've scored every time they had the football in the second half, and Andy Reid had exactly what he wanted to do down, and they executed. Players get the credit, but also Andy Reid certainly gets some credit as well. Uh, defensively, they've got a good football coach in Philadelphia. Uh, they weren't as good defensively, or got tricked a little bit defensively as Andy Reid and his team were yesterday. Jalen Hurt played great. Um, other kid, Mahomes is a terrific player, but uh, it's the difference of a of a foot, you know of a, of a football team executing what the what the coach thought was good, but where the players get the credit. But certainly Andrew Reed did a heck of a job. i, I check that Joe and see if he wasn't the coach of Philadelphia. I'm not sure. Okay.
2: You're right, Coach, you're right.
3: Um, what, how long ago was it? A long time ago, wasn't it? Uh, anyway. Um, Scottie Scheffler, who's a really nice guy. Uh, you can tell by his mannerisms and so forth. Uh, won uh, 19 under, won point six million yesterday. He um, Justin was thirteen hundred nine hundred eighty thousand. Uh, Ricky Fowler at Barry's White's favorite got four hundred eighty five thousand. Trey Mullen a got a hole in one. He got a hole in one too. he got four forty four thousand and uh, Sink got a hole in one. He said, and Sink uh, got uh, forty three thousand. Um, Purdue got beat. Arizona got beat. Arizona's not very good. Purdue's not is good, I think. But uh, how good? I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Now, in the basketball game with Auburn, Alabama outscored Auburn inside the two-point line, nine field goals, which is 18 points. There was three three free throws difference. Those 18 points, Alabama wins the basketball game, not shooting quite as many threes. That makes six. Uh, Auburn did a terrific job of defending the three. But they couldn't defend the dribbler, and they couldn't they couldn't stop the, the cheap baskets, and they couldn't stop the offensive boards, and they couldn't stop the fast break. So when they get those eighteen points right there, it just means that Alabama can score from anywhere. They can shoot it from the outside, even though they were stopped some. They took the basketball inside on the break and off the offensive glass, and rebound is huge. This kid from Dallas is a uh, some is some shooter and doesn't get much credit. So. That's exactly what happened there. Alabama can score from anywhere. Auburn had a good plan. Auburn played hard, and Alabama played really hard to go down there and beat them with that kind of crowd. you, you got certainly got to give them a lot of credit, but uh, that's exactly what happened there. South Carolina women stomped uh, LSU's women, uh, 88-64. Um, Alabama was hiring John McNulty as an analyst, so you don't know who to fuss at about the offensive coordinator when Tommy comes in as the offensive coordinator next year. So that's about all I got to say.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, Mark Sears, uh, once Mark again, terrific. Re- what a player. Uh, this guys hit the hit the lottery on the transfer portal with Mark Sears. And then, man, that recruiting class. Look at this recruiting class, guys. Brandon Miller, I did think Auburn did a good job on him. He was 0 for 7, but he keeps playing. Jaden Bradley. Goes down, there, he goes five for six, scores 12. He gets 12 points in that environment. Uh, Noah Clowney, 25 minutes, two for three, seven rebounds, six points. As Dad said, Rylan Griffin, uh, in only 20 minutes, guys, get 16 points, makes three threes, five of seven from the floor. Uh, what a recruiting class. Uh, dad, I mean, <laughs> they hit on every one of these guys. Rick Griffin's gotten much better. Uh, Miller and Cloudy will be first round draft picks.
3: Um, I got Seth Greenberg coming on tomorrow too, Barry.
1: By the way, what a recruiting class! By give uh, Brian Heisken, uh Antoine Petway, those guys over there, and then obviously Coach uh, Oates. We gotta tip our hat to those guys with this recruiting class. Just talk about what it is, what it's like to have freshmen that can go into that environment at Auburn. And come out of there with a win.
3: Well, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I, I do think, uh, to be fair with everybody, is that the NIL certainly is big in that. But the selection of the people that they NIL or whatever they did to get them uh, is ba- is big. They 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 did a good jo- job of choosing the people that they chose, and uh, all of them have different skills, and all the skills have worked together. And what I've told you is right; they can score from anywhere. And they've been good enough defensively to hold the opponent. Uh, Auburn did a good job defensively against the three. They they were and they screened the screener on offense and got some cheap baskets. But uh, when you combine, I think Alabama, I can't remember, made six threes or something. Didn't really shoot it that you know. But that's six. I think Auburn made maybe seven somewhere in there. And so, uh, but the rest of the time. Uh, The the rebounding is so big in that game, and shot blocking around the goal and and making a guy miss the shots around the goal is humongous. Uh, And here's what's going to happen, Barry. It's not going to happen, but here's the only thing, and and I shouldn't even say this, but I will. Alabama plays Tennessee on Wednesday night. The only way Alabama Alabama could be in any kind of – and it's not going to happen, but I'll say it because it's it's possible uh – 2%, Alabama were to beat Tennessee, A&M were to beat Alabama the last game of the season, and A&M not lose any more
1: games,
3: which is not going to happen, then it would be a tie, and A&M
1: would go to the top because they'd beat Alabama. You said if Alabama beat Tennessee, you mean if Tennessee beat Alabama.
3: Tennessee beat Alabama. Tennessee beat Alabama, and then A&M beat Alabama the last game of the season, and, but A&M would have to win all the rest of the games, which ain't going to happen. Uh, so uh, we'll
1: we'll see what happens. Well, there. I mean, I'm not going to NIL, PIL, WIL, whatever. IL. Everybody's got the same – these guys oh, I know refer- that. These guys, they got, I mean, all these people can do whatever. Oh, yeah, it's got something to do with it. Well, for everybody. <laughs> don't got- tell me they don't have anything well, to do well, with it. It has I, something I, to do with it. Well, everybody has the same opportunity to, to, to go do what they got to do. Do and, that. They don't do that, though. And to go to Texas and get Riley and Griffin, who. I just got through saying,
3: I bragged on them for getting the guys <laughs> they got. You misunderstand what I said, but the NIL does have something to do with
1: it. Well, Good. I, but everybody's got NIL.
3: I understand that, but the athletic directors don't give them that kind of money from one through four.
1: 14. Well, at any rate, I don't know the nil was that big back then nope, uh, when no back. This, this class was coming in. Now maybe they got here and got it, um, but I don't know. The freshmen, that
3: I back then they had three freshmen on the team. I'm not, I'm not down them at all. I'm bragging on them. Crap, Joe. Need
1: to do it. Joe? Is this a good, great freshman? Class?
2: Clay freshman class. Who cares how they got them? Yeah, if you're paying paying for them or not, they're they quality.
1: I call it a good investment. I
3: did. I don't. I wasn't I said everything I can say positive about them. You and Joe, shut up.
1: Uh-huh. Well, he just. I, I just know. what? I just what? To put the nil with the recruiting part. Yeah, I said that
3: of, they got good players with the nil. They got good players. Well, Old Miss didn't have that kind of money.
1: Uh, Kentucky does. A lot of people do. These guys are good. We'll see what happens. But in, in the NCAA tournament, one game, and you can you can lose. So, all right, get to the get out that topic. Uh, get to the Yellowwood Hotline to get Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom.
4: Morning, Coach. Uh, good morning, Coach. How are y'all this morning? Uh, okay. Good. Uh, you know, by beating Auburn Saturday, and then Tennessee got beat. And now it's no out- way Alabama can lose uh, the regular season, is it?
1: Yeah. Yes. just Explain that. To, uh, just explain it do you. A and M.
4: Coach uh, Joe had me uh, blocked off. I couldn't. All right, remember. all right.
3: Joe, uh, uh, Tom, if, if Tennessee were, to, this is not going to happen, Tom. But here's the answer to the question: If Tennessee were to beat Alabama. And Texas A&M were to beat Alabama the last game of the season. And Texas A&M didn't lose any more games. They didn't lose any more. They won every game they played the rest of the time. Then they would they would tie Alabama for the top. And A&M would be number one. In, in the, it doesn't really matter, but it would be number one there because they had beaten Alabama.
5: Okay, the
1: head, the head. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, that ain't going to happen. Well, let's
3: look at it real quick.
5: So,
1: Texas A&M's got Arkansas at home. They're going to have a hard game there. At Missouri.
3: Hard there.
1: Tennessee at home.
3: That's hard game. they ain't <laughs> going to do it.
1: At Mississippi State, at Ole Miss, and Alabama. That's
3: hard. They can't do it. Yeah. So, Alabama's going to win, I, I well, Alabama's gonna gonna win it. Alabama's going to win
4: it. I can't believe Mississippi State beat Arkansas. Well, that's what
3: Bachelor's
1: all about. Mississippi State's pretty good now. They can guard. They you. sure are.
4: Yeah. Oh, oh shit well. I couldn't I couldn't believe that. But I, I was wondering uh, uh this morning, thinking about Alabama and what they had left, they've got uh, Tennessee, Wednesday, then what? Oh Georgia. Okay. Alabama has
3: got Georgia after that, I think. I hadn't looked at it, but I think it's Georgia. And that'll be Saturday? Yeah. May not be
1: Georgia. I'm looking right here, Tom, because I I want to know myself. So Alabama uh, has left this stupid computer. will go. We got, uh, I say we, Tennessee. That was right. Georgia and that's South Carolina. That's two dubs. Arkansas at home. Auburn at home. And finish up at Texas A&M. I ain't got nobody. So we, t- we,
4: got, we we got a legitimate shot at going undefeated, haven't we? I think they're going to.
1: If you win Wednesday,
4: yeah, that's the big game, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, I I got
4: to say this. I still love your basketball team that you brought over here Friday night.
3: Now, Tom, y'all get y'all gave Barry good screwing, didn't you?
1: Tom, no, I didn't get. I that. don't. Tom, how that happened? Tom. Yeah. The crowd was great. Aliceville right. supports their team. Right. I love it. The atmosphere is on blue. But now, when I got the technical, Tom, that was a charge. And so, if you're an official and that guy gets plowed over like that, okay, you know the coach is going to be mad. Don't you give him a break there if he's, if he's, getting, at, if he's getting after you said, I might have missed that one, so I'm going to let him go ahead and vent for a little bit. Then I'm going to tell him in about a minute it's time to calm down. But – did I deserve that technical? Man,
4: I never knew. I knew you got the technical. I never knew what happened. and Because uh, I was in a bad place. The, the the players were on the other end of the floor for me. Yeah. I couldn't tell what was going on, man. All I know is I, I just kept thinking that, man, what a team. Uh, you you ought to be proud of those kids. They are so uh, tenacious. And, and I, I just love the way
1: they play. Well they uh they give me everything they got. And that's all that's you can what I'm that's saying. all you can ask. That's
4: what coach. I like.
1: Yeah. When, when time you play you
4: play uh tomorrow Tuesday? Six. Are you on the road?
1: Yeah, so we have to go uh to Central Coosa and uh you guys will play BB comer. Now if you go, BB Comer's got this running back that plays for him and he is about six He is rocked. Up, it looks like Derek Henry and he, Tom, he can jump over the goal. It'll be something really? to see. To that guy there, you where is, that, where is that game
4: played? But if, if get, your uh, game was anywhere close, I would go to, I don't want to go to Bogan Martin. And uh, no, well,
1: you this uh, is uh, you got to go to Rockford, Alabama. You can't get there, it's it's the worst. It's you got to go to Clanton and go through there. Or you go 280 in 280.
4: Okay, tell me, tell me this, man. Yeah, if you win.
1: Where, what happened then? We go to uh, which was old. You remember old Fair Park Arena? It's called the Sportsplex now, up in Birmingham Bessemer area. So right. we would go there, and we would play the winner of Locust Fork and somebody else. I'm trying to look here that's in our in our deals. We'd have to go there to play Locust Fork. That would be on and Friday Corner, Cornerstone. Yeah, that'd be Friday. Aliceville. We'd go to the same place. We could actually play. If we both won two games, we'd play Aliceville again. But uh, hopefully. Really? Yeah. So.
4: Well, that would be for what? That, for, I mean,
1: that it, would be for the final. Aliceville,
4: to get to, yeah, to, get to, to the, the final to that four. four.
1: That would be to get to the
4: final four. Oh, it would? Four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, Barry, congratulations. I really love that team. I thought you did an outstanding job coaching.
1: Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Appreciate you being there, too. All right, uh, yeah, they were, uh, Aliceville won, won the area job. That place was electric. They had a guy, <laughs> I was trying to get a timeout after I got the technical. in the The guy, did, it was so loud they couldn't hear it. My players were looking, they had a guy take the ball down the middle of the lane and he jumped up and he brought that thing from the hip and he tomahawk dunked it on top of one of my guys. That place was in a frenzy. And Jenny was mad. Ooh, she was mad.
2: Mad because the kid got dunked on? No,
1: she was just mad because somebody came in there and tried to get their seats. And you just, you know, know, how she gets, she gets a little mad. So, Uh, Royal Cleaners, pick up and delivery. They want to make life easy for you. Uh, Those casual golfers, let Royal Cleaners handle them. The suits, the dresses, the dress shirts. Give them a call today. uh, 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you, pick it all up. Deliver it right back. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Royal cleaners for all your cleaning needs. Once again, 205-391-0034. You list the Tide, 100.9. Your home of Alabama Sports.
6: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan traffic center, no active wrecks, but we're getting reports of foggy condition on New Watermelon Road at the spillway and on the Alabama 297 bridge. If you see conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Towns Nissan $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread.
7: Good Monday morning. The Tuscaloosa County School System will begin focus groups today in an attempt to deal with Hillcrest High School student complaints of racial insensitivity. More than 200 students walked out of classes last week to protest, being told by some school administrators to not include slavery and civil rights in a Black History Month event later this month. That Black History Month program is scheduled for February 22nd. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. I'm Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa
9: Science stuff. Diamonds. I'm Tom Osmond. Fincher and Osmond Jewelers carries...
10: Our coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, Look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want
11: it. It's Yellowwood.
0: Tide 100.9,
11: Tuscaloosa weather. A nice warm-up today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 65. Fair tonight, the low at 40. Tomorrow, partially sunny, the high 68. Wednesday, mostly cloudy and mild. Showers are likely during the day, maybe a thunderstorm, the high 73. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 30 degrees in Tuscaloosa
0: flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
2: A
3: picture that you sent me last night. Do what? What kind of picture is that you sent me I last think, night? I
1: think that was when... Uh... Coach Newton was resigning or re- moved the SEC office to Sam Bailey. Was Sam Bailey the AD? Sister AD. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think that was when you were being named the head coach. Oh, it really? looked like Sam Bailey had a cigarette in his hand. Yeah,
3: he he smoked a lot. He was he's the middle guy there, yeah. Yeah, he had a
1: cigarette
3: in his hand. Yeah, that was a press conference for yeah,
1: that. Yeah, pretty okay. cool picture. Um Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, guys. Joe, question for you. Dad, question for you. How much do you think Taylor Swift is worth? What's her net worth?
2: She, she had a lot of plastic $1. surgery. How much? $1. One and a half B billion.
3: billion.
1: Okay, Dad. Wrong, by the way, Joe. Uh, uh,
3: I would say she's had a lot of plastic surgery.
1: I didn't ask you what kind of surgery she's had. I asked no, you I how just much told is you. She, she worth.
3: I have no idea. Right, must I'm be gonna, a lot of you. It must be a, gonna, a lot you wouldn't you I'm wouldn't ma, be talking I'm about. I'm
1: going to tell you how much she's worth: three hundred million. Rihanna, the halftime show. Now she
2: is a billionaire.
1: She 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 was the halftime show last night. I think she just had a baby and she got another one in there. How much is she worth, Joe?
2: I know that she is. At, she is worth a billion dollars, <laughs> at least one billion. How much? Why,
1: do, why does
4: Taylor
2: Swift get that much? How does that work?
1: Well, let me finish. Rihanna, we oh, looked it up. I, said, I didn't watched, watch
3: Rihanna. You didn't watch the halftime. Show. I was watching. I was watching. Uh, I was watching Sam.
1: Oh, you didn't watch the halftime show? No, so,
3: it the, the worst field in the world. Why they, they tore the she, field
1: up? Was she was like on these, standing on these platforms, coming in. Joe, Rihanna. What? You're right. 1.4 billion. And for, she's, for what reason? I guess people like her singing. Joe, 1.4 billion with a B, like she's four times richer than Taylor Swift. That was amazing to me.
2: Better have my money. <laughs> so where'd the money come from?
1: Fans, coach. fans listening to the buying records, and concerts and merchandise
3: you're telling me that they're, they're giving her she's getting how many billions you say
1: she's worth 1.4 billion the people i with couldn't believe it taylor yeah. swift 300 million did
2: you like her act barry
1: last yeah. night yeah. Yeah. i
3: like i like john i like a john pilfer better than
1: that uh actually rihanna did, did play a <laughs> few songs that i knew <laughs> did you know all those songs joe you know them all
2: yeah, she's like she's super popular.
1: Well, obviously at 1.4 billion, she's very popular. Now, the next question: How much is Jalen Hurts going to make now? Uh, so we were talking about last night. They say they're talking maybe 50 million a year. Did he, that performance he had last night on that two point conversion that had to bump his contract up another 10 million? What is this guy going to be making, Dad and Joe? Jalen, if the top guys are getting forty-five million, is he worth what the top guys getting? That in, in, he
3: won't what? be. I don't believe they'll give him fifty, but he should. He should get fifty.
2: Yeah, he, he needs. Need something to people that block for him. Something too.
1: What's he going to get, Joe?
2: Uh, I think he'd probably be. I think it will be in between the forty-five and fifty. I think he'll probably be about forty-seven and a half.
1: Can you imagine the guys making what four and a half now?
2: Yeah, his base salary is one and a half this year. Yeah. I like it when when he
3: run a coach off of one place. He comes back, does well.
1: Have you ever seen a team that can run the quarterback sneak like them? And literally, they just push the pile for three yards with him. Uh, it's they a they started
3: pushing the pile here lately. Everybody has it. everybody's push started pushing a lot more than they used to. I
1: think it's amazing. You get down there on the goal line, you're scoring now. Was that a bad call by the referee on the hole there, like no. that? I didn't think he grabbed the guy, though. He had his he arm did. on him, but he didn't hold.
2: 100% a bad call. Yeah. It was a good call. <laughs> All
1: right, did you like – of course, you do Down because, Andy Reid, did you like the guy going down and not scoring the touchdown? You I, thought it was,
3: I thought it was smart as it could be. I, I'm very surprised that they did it that way because, you know, the, the ego of these guys, but it uh, – you know, they pretty much had understood that uh, – if you go down, you run that clock.
1: Now, what would they have said the field goal got blocked? Oh, uh, they've been fussed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> going to overtime, it's all right.
1: The guy literally was right at the end zone to go in. Uh, I'll,
3: tell you what, I'll tell you what, son. Son, is a hard snap and put it down and kick it correctly for the, for the yeah, world. Yeah,
1: I don't know, man. If I'm right there and I can go right in for a touchdown, you're not going to take the touchdown.
3: For 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 what? Uh, no, for the last play of the game.
1: Well, that's like well, they were able to run the clock out basically by not going in. Uh, Philadelphia would have had maybe what thirty seconds or something like that. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it worked out. But what if they fumble the?
3: If I actually, you talk about what if, what if? Let me tell you what would be great for for, for professional football. It would get the coaches. It would. They it, 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 it would get sick. Every football team in a game has has uh, is allowed to kick only four field goals. Four field goal attempts. You wouldn't know whether to use them the first half. You wouldn't know whether to use them the second half. You wouldn't know to use them when you're down there. If they, if they limited to four field goals.
1: But how many do you think they make a game? I don't think they make maybe three. Well,
3: okay, limit them to three. Yeah. With extra points, Coach?
1: No. Yeah, no, that don't count the extra point. You saying you could only kick three field goals in the I mean, game?
3: Just field goals, Joe. Just field goals. Hmm. Uh, and you said, why in the world? Didn't, why in the world didn't Joe kick that field goal in the first half when he could have? That's see, that's what they would do to you. It, it, it get you fired. You know, I don't have any more. We we down now on the, on the ten yard line. We ain't got no more field goals left.
1: Who's that knucklehead <laughs> tight end for the Chiefs?
2: Knucklehead, he's the best tight end but, ever.
1: But when played he the gets game? a microphone, he acts like an idiot. He's a real yeah, he, character. He didn't need to do all that. You're right, yeah, yeah, just, He's him. so good, but then he he gets the microphone and like they were the number one seed in the thing they were basically picked to win it. I'm talking about nobody thought they were going to yeah. win it. Like yeah, yeah. Well,
3: well nobody thought. Kirk. Nobody even thought that to halftime. But I'm <laughs> telling you right now. I'm telling you right now that uh, Andy Reid, I'm giving all the players all the credit. But Andy Reid did an excellent job.
1: Yeah. Travis uh,
2: Kelsey gets on the microphone. He thinks he's in WWF. Yeah,
1: he needs to relax. He needs to relax. That's a bad look.
2: They and,
3: tell me that they went absolutely crazy. They jumped off things. They went nuts and Philadelphia so that's what they got beat.
1: So did y'all have a problem with Dawn Staley wearing the Eagles jersey on the sideline coaching yesterday? She's a big Eagles fan. She, got her, she had a Randall it. Cunningham jersey on. She's been wearing
2: on. that jersey the last couple weeks. Yeah. I didn't,
1: I didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, well, LSU, I watched some of it. LSU was undefeated going in. Kim Mulkey, she's done a good job. And uh, so anyway, Don Staley had the Eagles jersey on, so I'm sure she's upset. All right, first and main condos, the three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath condominiums, washer and dryer, included stainless steel appliances, all oh, Granite countertops, all electric energy efficient appliances, internet and direct TV are provided for free. 10 foot ceilings, large patios with upper level river views, easy access to the river wall, gated property located in the historic district of downtown Norport. You're literally two minutes to downtown, five to the University of Alabama. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room, 205 657 7465, or go to the website. First in main Condos. .com phone lines will be up at 205-342-9904 just to tide 100.9 to see home of Alabama sports
6: tide 100.9 traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, but we're getting reports of foggy conditions on New Watermelon Road at the spillway and on the Alabama 297 bridge. If you see conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Towns of Nissan $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray.
0: Winning is in the air this February with a $100,000 Cubits Fortune Plinko at Silver Star at Golden Moon Casinos. Join us every Friday and Saturday nights in February to win a share of
8: $100,000 in. The latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. You're listening
0: to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. If
1: heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I don't wanna go. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I just as soon
6: stay home. I was one of the chosen.
1: Welcome back to Inside Locker Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, guys, you don't want. All right, uh, Alabama goes to Tennessee now. Tennessee obviously has been highly ranked all year. Uh, Rick Barnes does a good job. They're they're tough defensively. So they're not extremely athletic. I know Josiah James has been hurt in and out of the lineup. But Alabama, now Tennessee obviously is good enough to beat Alabama. Um, And it took a lot to get up and go and win at Auburn. I mean, that takes a lot out of you. Um, How do you keep the team energized going to Tennessee, which would be a sellout crowd there. Uh, But, man, it's just hard to keep getting these kids up like this. What do you think happens over in Knoxville on Wednesday
3: night? Well, I don't really know. Tennessee sometimes has, doesn't shoot real well. Maybe the defense has a lot to do with it. But uh, James has been hurt, and they have another kid that's been hurt. You know, if Tennessee makes the two free throws, the one at the Vanderbilt game and the one uh, in the Missouri game, then they win both those games. Uh, at least they go send it in overtime or something. So, um, but they shoot, you know, almost mid-court or wherever they shot it from. I saw it. Uh, or three to win the game by one, and uh, I think Tennessee is is probably going to end up uh, a three seed rather than a two. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I, I'm just guessing. I have, I have no idea. Auburn, uh, and so you can't you can't you know Kentucky's playing so poorly, but they do have to go to Kentucky. That way that's good, bad, and above. Auburn has Kentucky. Tennessee and Alabama the last three games of the year. Uh, Tennessee games at home. You know, you, gotta, you know, the Alabama game be very difficult for them on the road, in Kentucky, you know, if they were to play, where, you know, Kentucky just, Georgia just wore them out. So, um, you know, Alabama stands in, in great shape. Uh, you know, I think Tennessee will play them hard, whether Tennessee can C's probably lower than a mole. They've lost these last two games. They'll have a little bit of a time getting them up. They had a hard game. They were down uh 10, 12, 15 points at one point in time in the in the Missouri game. Uh, I don't I can't recall the other kid that's hurt besides James kid, but uh I don't know if he's a player or not. Uh I think it's gonna be a close game. I have no idea. I, I just think it's gonna be whoever shoots it well, defends it three well, the rebounds well, those three things are or, you know they're big inside they don't Tennessee doesn't use the glass real well with their inside people. The, the, the backboard is so important for you to, for you to make basket. You shoot the thing at the rim from five feet it's a hard shot. You use the glass with a kind of angle that you've got and you got you got something going for you. so to answer your question I, I would say I'd I say you're right Alabama's probably worn out from that game, no doubt about it. They did play a lot of people. Uh, when you look at minutes, uh, the the intensity was there, and it certainly it takes your legs because of the intensity. But they're able to play the, you know, a lot of people, and everybody they play is is good. So, I don't know.
1: Uh, today, Joe, Dad, Purdue lost to Northwestern. Yep. Uh, oh, Houston yes. is number two, but out there, twenty-two and two, and they beat Tulsa, who's terrible. Well, Alabama. Be number one today when the polls come out.
3: I probably, they probably will. Yeah, I would say uh, you know uh, Arizona got beat by Stanford team that, that beat Ole Miss. And if you want to compare compare scores, uh, Stanford beat them at at Stanford. So I would say Alabama will probably you know sometimes even though you, you take a loss like Northwestern gave them they'd they, they leave it alone. But I would say. There's a coaches poll and there's a media poll, so I would say I'd be saying the coaches poll for sure. I'd be number one.
1: Uh, I mean, you gotta put them ahead of Purdue now, and they won on Houston's home floor. Joe, if Alabama comes out number one, will that create some more buzz here about this team? I think nationally they're getting some buzz. Here locally, they need more buzz. These radios need to be filling up with uh, calls. If it was football, they'd be filling up. Joe, will it get the buzz? That we're looking for at their number one today when it comes out.
2: It won't get the buzz that you and I are looking for. <laughs> like I, we, there should not be a, a seat available uh for the next game at Colma Coliseum.
1: Yes, Georgia. I don't think I think Georgia they'll sell it out. Um so we will see. Uh I also want to give sell it
2: out, but will they will, will there be a hundred percent attendance?
1: Yes. On Saturday. I also want to give Christy Curry and uh her Team, they're due. Uh, they're having a great year. We don't talk about them enough. They're nineteen and six, eight and four in the conference. Dad, and they've got they won three straight. They beat uh, M- Missouri at Missouri. Then on Thursday night, they won at Kentucky, and then they knocked off Auburn again at home yesterday, sixty nine to forty six. So Christy Curry uh, and the lady,
3: yeah, she's done a great job. She came in there from Texas Tech, I think, and uh, Bill, I think it's right. And Bill Battle hired her. And uh, she's done a nice job. She's got it going pretty good. uh, They don't have great attendance. Uh, I don't know what it takes to get great attendance. You know, but uh, they've got a good team, no doubt.
1: Yeah, you know, I get why they don't want to play at Foster. I would play at Foster just because you'd have better home court advantage. I think they think it's not up to par, and maybe it hurts them in recruiting. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. But I think does it help you in recruiting? You go in there and there's not like a few thousand people in there. If you go in there, and that thing's full. I think
3: that hurts you as well. I don't know what the answer is. They know more about what they need to do than I do. But uh, yeah, it hurts you there. It hurts you even if it tends not good, and it also hurts you when you go to foster because people use it against you so much in in the recruiting process when they come into the homes of these of these players, and and you know anything can be said. And for a while, you believe it. So. I don't know, but uh Christie's done Christie's done well, of course, soccer did great, so I that was probably
1: pretty good shape all right uh, we got a new sponsor we're gonna be talking about on the show It's Tus- David DeSantis and his group out there at Tuscaloosa Toyota. We're gonna have Joe Justin Trolls gonna be on with us every Tuesday, and that's who Dad dealt with when he went out and bought his Toyota out there at Tuscaloosa Toyota. he'll be on and we'll get to hear. It Joe, we'll get to hear firsthand Justin's experience uh, trying to sell uh, well, that was car. To it. Was, it, was it easy? So, how was it uh, dealing with those guys out there at Tuscaloosa Toyota? Oh, it was
3: great. They're, they're good. They're good people. You know, I had several years ago, back when I was youngster, I bought a Toyota out there and uh, bought Yaris, and uh, it, 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 I'd driven it for a long, long time. It's a great little automobile, and you know, great, great, great gas saver, and so. on. I decided I'd try to get something a little bit bigger, and so I did. And uh, Tuscaloosa, tutorial, uh, uh afforded me that opportunity, and uh, I, they were, you know, Justin does a good job with me. Except I, I had a real hard time being confused about
1: two or three things, uh, but I'm still learning. But. The bells and whistles of the car. Well, maybe we'll we'll go with that <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. About maybe, maybe you could, Joe. I think maybe Dad should get in the new car. <laughs> And do the segment. Maybe Justin can walk him through how to program all this stuff. That, well, would, be, tried to, that would, tried would be that would be radio gold, gold right there. They so. tried to oh, help
3: me it. once. It, <laughs> it's confusing for me, not confusing for the average person, but for me, I'm not a technical guy, as you know. And so I have a, I have a hard enough time finding out who won what and who did what. So I just I just stay opinionated as best I can.
1: All right, we look forward to that segment every Tuesday. Tesla Toyota provides a lifetime warranty, mirrors the manufacturer's powertrain warranty included with every new Toyota and most every pre-owned vehicle, unlimited years, unlimited miles for as long as you own the vehicle. So you can, uh, we'll talk to Justin about that as well tomorrow. We appreciate Tuscaloosa Toyota. You'll have David DeSantis throughout the show with his commercial there and we'll have a A live deal every Tuesday with those guys. So we appreciate those guys being a great sponsor on Inside the Locker Room. Just a tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama Sports.
6: Tide 100.9 traffic from the towns of nissan traffic center no active wrecks but we're getting reports of foggy condition a new watermelon road at the spillway and on the alabama 297 bridge if you see conditions give me a call get the deal of a lifetime now at towns of nissan two thousand dollars off selected models interest rates as low as zero percent and great selection i'm captain ray see america in your new burton campers rv be certain with burton Burton campers
0: that exit 231 on I-65 in Calera. Nobody sells RVs for less.
11: It's sunny, the high 68. Wednesday, mostly cloudy and mild. Showers are likely during the day, maybe a thunderstorm, the high 73. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 30 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Alabama touchdown. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
8: was forbidden.
3: Here's the question I have for you, Barry. Yes, sir. The question I have for you: Can all of our listeners hear
1: this? Yeah, all two of them listen
3: What are you going to get Jenny for Valentine's, which is tomorrow?
1: Well, we discussed that over the weekend. I hope she remembers that Valentine's is doesn't count. Well, it's just a. It's a a bogus holiday. It's put in there for the flower shops. Uh oh.
3: Hey, for all the ladies, Barry called
1: it bogus. They put it in there for the flower shops. But, Ginny, I I, I treat her like gold every day. Every day is
3: Valentine's Day. You
1: said it's bogus. It is bogus. It is bogus. It's for people to buy cards. And for the flower shops to make some money.
2: Don't okay, let so you have an, an only answer. Only nurse not getting flowers. Or huh? Only nurse not getting a card. or Only nurse not getting chocolates.
3: <laughs> let, let me ask you something. What is, what is a lady of a woman supposed to get the husband?
1: I got a game, guys. Why can't you worry about no Valentine's Day? No.
2: You got to get a valentine at referee. Send Jack, <laughs> send Jack to go out and get some flowers.
3: some. Pick some in the yard.
1: Maybe my Nowhere next door neighbor, neighbor will give his wife some flowers, and then the once she likes them, maybe I can borrow them for a little bit.
3: Yeah, that's what you need to do. Just go just, next door and pick, pick some flowers out of the yard. Put a rubber band around them.
1: Valentine's the most overrated day. <laughs> it is. It is so don't, overrated.
2: Don't do it, Barry.
1: Are you you, you think I should talk. get her
2: something? Uh, 100%. What should I get her? Uh, something simple
1: flowers?
2: flowers? <sighs> it's chocolate. Simple.
1: Just she ain't going to eat chocolate.
2: Okay, something. Just write her a note that says, Jenny, you're just you, the way you hold our family together, how hard you work at DCH, I just appreciate you so much. Three sentences in your boom, you're in. All right.
3: Just just get her a card. So I wish you'd work eight days a week instead of seven. Text
1: that to me, and I'll write it on a card. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounded good, Joe. Text that to me, and I'll get a card. And Sounds good. What if she's listening?
2: Then she already knows how you feel. But yeah. you know what? It'll be special to tell her in person.
1: No doubt. Okay. Jenny, I love you, baby. All right. Get to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline. Get Joe into the show. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Joe. Good morning, coaches. i
5: got a few comments about what y'all
1: been talking about this oh, morning.
5: Yeah. Joe, yeah. They, didn't,
1: they didn't get to 70.
5: That's right. We nailed it, Bears. 69 and 77. Mm-hmm. We said if they scored 70, we would have to score 80. So, We were doggone good on that one. We were. We got it. Okay. Let's quit acting like uh, Alabama football games are hard sellouts. We haven't had a hard sellout out there since Joe Burrow come to town. So when we start talking about sellouts, you know, we act like every football game is totally sold out, and that's ridiculous. None of them are. So, anyway... I, I get tired of hearing about attendance and football and basketball. Just tell the truth and go on. We won't sell it out for but Georgia. Is
1: this team? Yeah, well, It will sell out on Saturday. Yes, okay.
5: Georgia, I don't think it will.
1: Yeah, it will. Yeah. Okay.
5: Okay, the other thing, Wimp, Wimp almost said everything with this. I think he watched most of that Tennessee game like I did. Uh, Barnes finally went small. He actually got down 17. Wimp said 15, but it was actually 17 for just just one trip down the court there. But uh, to make a long story short, he went small. He brought the guy in 15. I forgot his name. Inside, he's not as big, but he's more athletic, very athletic. Plays good hard defense and gets a lot of rebounds. Just, in, you know, just causes turnovers And for a big guy. and um, But he's other big guys. Those three guys, I don't mean, they're in a lull that. It's unreal. So it'd be interesting to see if he tries to run with us and go some. Of course, against Missouri, he didn't have any choice. He had to do something. He did that. And uh, am I the only one noticing that this Griffin kid may be the next primo? If he keeps finishing the season this way, after what Jay Billis said about him Saturday, he raised his stock. It was unreal how much he raised his stock, bragging on him. Yeah, and people listen to Billis. This kid, maybe I mean, he has just taken off, and his shooting percentage is phenomenal. And he has no fear, no
1: fear, no fear, at all. no fear.
5: But he goes to that hole, and when he when he didn't take that three, and he pulled up, and he went in there, and, and not only once but twice, but especially that one time, he had so far to go on that three to get to a hole.
1: Uh, I'm looking at Bracketology. Now, the newest one's not out, but I'm shocked, guys. The last four in, New Mexico, North Carolina, Kentucky, and Texas A&M. <laughs> so, Texas A&M's only lost two games in the conference. And Because their non-conference schedule, I mean, they got Auburn in here as a nine seed. Uh, they got uh, Texas A&M just barely making this tournament in a, in a no. play-in game.
5: Damn. Barry. Yeah, one those two losses. Well, I know one was to Murray State, and they're not Murray State this
3: year. But they're they're in
5: second
3: yeah. place the in the SEC. I think it's I think it I think when you do that that, that it's a lowdown on I think it's a, a a bad fitting for SEC to do that. I I, don't, I, don't, I know they lost two, as Joe said, but you yeah. going you know there may be times that you're gonna to lose two. But you go in the league, the league is not as good as it has been. I don't. I'm not. i am going i am getting into an argument about that. I don't care. But but it's not as good as it has been. But to be what where they are now, um, right now. And they they may falter the, the last five or six games of the year. But to be where they are right now, that that's, that's
9: they
1: shouldn't very... be a last four in. Yeah. I mean, Barry, can you imagine, uh, Joe? If you're the sixth seed and it pops up, you got to play Texas A&M in the first round. Barry, did did Buzz Williams call
2: Tuscaloosa Academy for a non-conference game
1: this he, year? I mean, but I get he didn't play a tough non-conference schedule, but, I mean, he's second in the SEC. He got all these SEC teams in the tournament. I don't know, man. Barry,
5: Barry, yeah. it hadn't been a month ago that you nailed him. You said you out of your mouth, you said it. Apparently, he didn't learn anything last year True. on his non-conference. You said it. Yeah. Why are you turning the other way now? What's he done?
1: But I didn't, think, I, S- I didn't think he was going to go – being second place in the SEC, I just thought he'd be in the middle. But if he's second place in the SEC, then he's done enough to get in the tournament and get a pretty good seed.
5: Well, he won the tournament last year, and it wasn't enough.
1: Well, he and didn't you know win what it. it, went. Did it he didn't year, win right? it. He got to the final and didn't get in.
5: Godfrey went in there with, what, 20 or 21 wins, and he had that awful non-conference and didn't get in.
1: Yeah, I think that's – I don't remember that. I wasn't here. I guess I was
3: in Little Rock, but yeah. uh, I don't remember that. Joe,
5: can Joe look up and see who the other loss was besides Murray State? Joe, can you do that
1: for who? Texas A&M. Yeah. You talking about uh, in the non-conference? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, They had some non-conference bad losses. Uh, I'm looking here.
12: They Uh, always lost to Murray State. State.
1: They lost to Colorado. They lost to Boise State, Memphis, Wofford. Ooh.
3: They
1: lost five games out of conference. Oh, yeah, that's Oh, wait
3: that that does that that is a question mark. And there in, lo-
1: in the conference, <laughs> they lost to Kentucky, and they lost to Arkansas on the road. Yeah. They so got Arkansas. Kentucky, they lost at Kentucky and at Arkansas.
3: They got Arkansas coming to their place tomorrow.
1: To, but they got Auburn in the tournament, Joe, and, and Texas and them booty smacked them twice. So, uh, yeah.
5: hey, what about State? States going talked. into Arkansas and beating them double digits.
1: Yeah, State is, not, PCU, a, guys. State is if, not a not a team I would keep, want to play in the uh, in in the uh, SEC out. I wouldn't want to play State in the SEC tournament early.
5: Yep. I hope we get some big wins in that way. I hope we do. Yeah. I, I just wonder because was Tennessee going to score seventy? Wim?
3: Uh <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Is Alabama going to score seventy, Joe?
5: Yeah, okay. that's, hey, that's a, a good 70. question, Barry. Yeah, I got that. This is going to be the best defensive team. And by the way, did y'all watch UConn
1: and Creighton Saturday? No, but did Creighton is really good. Creighton is oh, really I good. Oh man, who won uh, that? Creighton. Creighton fifty-five,
5: fifty-three, and God, it was a bloodbath.
12: Yeah, I tell you what, UConn's really
5: gone
3: down since that. Creighton's
5: good though. Whew. Yeah, wimp well, you know, Creighton. Ooh. I, I I don't I don't want nothing to do with them second or third round. Mm-mm. mm Are they
3: I mean good? Second game yes. or third game. They big or small or oh, what? I haven't seen them.
1: They're just smart. They just,
5: they just play the kind of game we don't want to play. Right, Barry?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're physical, smart. Along with
5: Virginia and along with UConn and UCLA. Those four teams, right? There. Yeah. Ugly, ugly basketball.
1: Uh uh. UCLA's All right. not a lot of UCLA is good. You don't want them. Don't okay, want them.
5: Wimp said they wouldn't go score 70, Barry. You hadn't given
1: us your own. Uh, Call me back tomorrow.
6: Later.
1: Thanks. You got me in trouble, Dad. I got a text from my mother-in-law. said her mother is listening. Talking about Jenny's mother's listening. So? Sorry, Mimi. I mean, Joe, text me that little saying you had out. I'll get the card. Will you write it for me? And I'll sign it.
2: I'll, I'll get one of the ladies downstairs to write it, our handwriting. Real nice.
1: Really yeah. So she could. but should I write it or should, should they write it? If I write it, she's going to be able to read it.
2: Don't you have a, well, your daughter's in South Carolina, right?
1: Yeah, no, she's in Atlanta. Nah.
2: Well, you, you got, you got any, any ladies at oh, TA
1: that can help Jenny just texted me and said she's listening too. Oh, but she needs to be at work. What, what do you, you want, baby? Just text it to me. What you want? want. She took my credit card yesterday because Dad Mac needed some shoes. And so not only did he get baseball shoes, he got some new tennis shoes. And then Jack was there. He got new batting gloves and this, that, and the other. So the bill was like two, 240 And so Mac said, oh, yeah, we got whatever we wanted because Mama had Daddy's credit card. Happy Valentine's Day right there. Oh, that, that yeah, one in and broker. then she comes home, and we had to go to something, and she orders groceries to be delivered on my credit card.
2: Don't you want to eat?
1: <laughs> God. That's, I had a $500 day yesterday, and I was, uh, in, pra- hey, hey, and Barry, I was in practice. Barry,
3: Barry, what? Forget, the, forget the Valentine's <laughs> card.
1: You don't need that one. <laughs> I spent $500 yesterday, and I was in practice, Joe. Practice. Oh, <sighs> Alabama won they got the great vehicle loans going on. We heard you, you heard us talk about Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go get that loan, man. Get out to Tuscaloosa Toyota. See Justin. They'll take great care of you out there. Rates as low as 3.49%. In terms of available to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. Go to the w, The Alabama 1 Auto Mall. All the products and services out of Alabama 1 are outstanding. Go to www.alabama1.org. We're going to thank pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want to Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. Phone lines will be open. We can hear from Nate Oates. And we got my man Doug Bell. I guess Doug was out in Arizona over the weekend. I did see a picture of him out there. So we're we'll looking forward to talking to Doug at 815. This is a Tide 100.9. This is the home of Alabama Sports.
6: And Tide 100.9. Traffic. From the Towns of Nissan, traffic center no active wrecks, but we're getting reports of foggy condition on New Watermelon Road at the spillway and on the Alabama 297 bridge. If you see conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Towns of Nissan, $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection.
8: I'm Captain Ray road tripping business travel or bringing your car in for repairs all great reasons to rent a toyota at tuscaloosa toyota you can see me on the tide 100.9 app
1: Welcome back to Inside well, All Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Kniffer. Andrew's my agent. Let him become yours. I at 4705 McFarland Boulevard Suite 3 over in Northport. Give Andrew and his staff a call. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. Andrew will even fix your tire for you. 205-722-9201. I know Andrew's getting excited. At golf season's getting ready to start out at Northridge. He's a big golfer, the golf coach out there. So good luck to the Northridge Jaguars and so we'll see what kind of coach Andrew is. Yes, Dad. Good morning. What's up?
3: Now for all of our eight o'clock listeners, and of course we have a lot of listeners at eight o'clock that we don't have at seven. Really? So it's a new it's a new group. Barry has stated that Valentine's Day is the most overrated day in the history of three hundred and sixty five days of the year.
1: Put a poll question up, Joe, <laughs> and see if I'm right. Put a poll question up. Say that I said that Valentine's Day was the most overrated day and see what the listeners think. And if they say it's not, then I'll buy Jenny something special. If they say it is, then I'm going to stick with the listeners and she's not getting anything but a hug and a ticket to the game tomorrow. How about that? All right. um, We'll put a poll question out there. We'll take it to the listeners. All right, Joe, let's, uh, let's hear Nate Oates uh man anytime you go to auburn and win uh it's great uh and game day down there wow Uh, i didn't get a chance to watch it i don't know how that went but uh here was coach's opening statement after the victory over the auburn tigers
9: it's a big win i mean they played hard they were ready to go coach pearl had them ready to go i thought their game plan was good early they did a great job on Brandon. You know, but uh, I thought we had different guys step up. I thought some of our younger guys, Jaden Bradley, played well tonight. Ryan Griffin was huge. Hit had some big shots. Had had some free throws when we needed him to. I thought, you know, our guys showed some resilience to kind of weather a bad shooting game for Brandon and have some other guys step up. But the uh, timeout they called was six. Whatever it was to go in the game when we started to make a run, they came out of the timeout. Amari took that charge it was it was one of the biggest plays of the game. So you know we've been on our guys make tough plays. We're gonna have to make them on the road. Thought our guys stepped up and made some tough plays there late in the second half when we needed them. So, but I mean we knew this was gonna be a tough game. They're they're not an easy team to play. They're gonna play hard. But our guys have been through some tough games. I mean we've played Houston on the road. We, Played Arkansas on the road, different different types of teams. Missouri on the road, is a really good offensive team. But you know, it's big rivalry game, and our guys stepped up and played well for us.
1: All right, uh, Joe. Before I get Dad to comment, he talked about it was uh, I guess it was Auburn Super Bowl. Let's uh, see what Nate Oates had to say about that.
9: Yeah, I don't think it would. I think we'd get booed whether we win, lose, or whatever. They're, <laughs> they don't like Alabama over here very well. So, but yeah, it's a lot better to be booed than to. Have the court storm and have to try to figure out how to get off. So I know it was their Super Bowl, and so it was nice to come went over here when it was. Uh, we got their best version, I feel like.
1: All right, uh, Dad, is that Auburn? Was that Auburn's Super Bowl? Uh, to try to knock off a, a team that may I did see Bruce Pearl's speech to the team. He said, I don't know if they're number one, they might be the best country team in the country, and we got a chance to knock them off tonight. Of course, it didn't happen. Um, uh, What's your thoughts there about it being the Super Bowl for Auburn?
3: Well, it should be the Super Bowl for Alabama as well. It was for, it was for me but because uh, I lived it all my life. But uh, certainly uh, Alabama went in well prepared and played well. I, as I have said, Alabama can score from different angles. They don't really burn it up with a three on made six, I think it was. But they're they're – they made twenty it made twenty nine points twenty nine field goals inside the two point range. And I think Auburn made twenty. So that's eighteen points difference right there. I think that's correct. And I think Auburn had maybe one more three. Uh Auburn went to the line more, but uh Alabama went to the line almost as many times but couldn't make any. Didn't make shot a very poor percentage. So it's a heck of a win for Alabama. They played hard and smart and they've got I think they've got great depth. Uh, anybody, anybody on, you know, from the guys that are not playing quite as much, or Gurley's not playing near as much now as he has been playing. Um, you know, he's he's been a help to them in some games, but they're just uh, they're deep, yeah, and uh, they got long arms and they affect your shot. And I think the biggest thing is the rebounding. The other night, it was it was the ability to get inside off the fast break, put back offensive boards that, that you miss shots. Offensive glass is huge, and then the defensive glass they got—they got two or three really good runouts. So it was—it was well-deserved win. All
1: right, Joe. Let's get down uh, games like this. Uh, using recruiting, I, I don't know how much Alabama goes up against each other in recruiting, uh, but they do on some players. Uh, here's what Coach Ode said about that.
9: Yeah, I mean, we talk about our schedule in general that we're playing one of the best conferences in the country. We're playing, we feel like the toughest non-conference schedule in the country. So, you know, I feel like those other games prepared for this. But, yeah, I mean, this is the big rivalry game. So, you know, Brandon came to a lot of Alabama football games. He understands the Iron Bowl rivalry and football. I mean, this is the equivalent to the Iron Bowl rivalry. It's just in basketball. So, I think Brandon understood it. The guys that hadn't been involved in it yet, they should understand it after playing in the environment they played in today. I mean, it's great. It's what makes college basketball different than the NBA. I mean, you're not going to get this passion out of the fan base in an NBA game. like. So I, I love the passion that their fans bring. I, hopefully our fans pack our arena out. Hopefully there's not one empty seat when they come back to Coleman and we have to play them at our place because I think that's what makes college basketball so great.
1: All right, let's uh, hear what he said about winning at Auburn. I guess they're talking about is it tougher than winning at Auburn than it is at Kentucky? Uh here's what Coach said about that.
9: Right, this year. I I mean I we don't we haven't played at Kentucky this year. And you know, did they did they end up winning against Georgia today or not? Georgia won. Yeah, I mean it's not you know, I Kentucky's not easy to win at when they're good. You know, not to say that they're not good this year, they've just been a little inconsistent, but when they when they're when I mean, Kentucky's Kentucky and they got twenty three thousand or whatever. In there, that's. But I'll say this, the environment here with them right on the court and the students right there, I, this is as tough as, I mean, I think this is the toughest environment to play in. Arkansas is up there, but I'd probably put, you know, I. we haven't gotten a chance to play Kentucky. You know, when we were good two years ago, it was COVID and it wasn't a full, you know, so it was... We weren't as good last year, and they were a lot better. But, I mean, I got to play at Kentucky when they were really good. When I was assistant at Buffalo, that wasn't easy. The, uh, but I, I'll put this here at Auburn up with anywhere else in the SEC. But it, it, it's a good environment. I
1: right, think that's uh, why well, you got to get the new arena here. They got, they, as you see, they got the fans. The, the students are right there on the court. Um, I like the smaller venues. It's a tougher ticket. Uh, it'd be a tough ticket this Saturday if you had 10,000-something seed arena. Uh, but I think Auburn, from what you've seen, do you think they've created the best home environment in the SEC now?
3: Arkansas is good, as he said, but I think Auburn's uh, environment Auburn probably is, is maybe the best right now. Although, you know, if you, I think Alabama's had even less than the. Full houses had good environments. Yeah, but they're, they're
1: just not around the court. No, they're not right on you like they are in some of these. things. so Alabama can sell it out, but it's still not an intimidating environment like Auburn is. Joe, my, you've been down there. I mean, they're right on you.
2: It's it's crazy down there. It, <laughs> it feels like you're walking into an Auburn war party. Yeah, and you, you it, it's a little scary.
1: So, but Alabama, the seats just go way up. The students aren't right there. It's just a different.
3: Well, we'll see. Missouri's coming to town to Auburn next, and Missouri's capable. They're, they're good some nights and bad some. So it'd be an interesting game for Auburn, I think.
1: Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll take the break here. We'll get our man Dougie Dew in. Uh, Doug Bell, talk a little golf with Doug, a little football. Uh, did we have him pick the Super Bowl? Who did he pick? Uh, Two-minute truck. Uh, probably pick the Eagles. Two-minute truck movers who care? At 1330 Martin Road East, that's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of your stuff, wrap it, pack it on the truck properly, get it off properly, get it in properly, 205-247-5050. That is two-minute truck movers who care.
9: Here's
2: what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread.
7: Good Monday morning, polls open at 7 a.m. Close 7 p.m. tomorrow in a special election. It's for a five mil and three mil Tuscaloosa County special district school tax. Most county homeowners pay the lowest property tax amount permitted by law. If passed, they would pay about $75 a year more for every $100,000 their home is appraised at. Only eligible voters outside of the municipal limits of the city of Tuscaloosa will be able to vote in that special election. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide
6: 100.9 traffic. From the towns in Nissan. traffic center, no active wrecks, but we're getting reports of foggy conditions on New Watermelon Road at the Spillway and on the Alabama 297 Bridge. If you see conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models. Interest rates as low as 0% and great selection. I'm Captain Ray.
11: In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Reno, 206-6300.
6: No representation made the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services before.
10: Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? because all the coaches said yellow wood pressure treated pine protects against bug termite and weather decking fencing play sets whatever you're wanting to build just go to the internet look at yellow wood and you will find these coaches advertised a great product if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it believe you me you don't want it it's yellow wood
0: Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa
11: weather. A nice warm-up today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 65. Fair tonight, the low at 40. Tomorrow, partially sunny, the high 68. Wednesday, mostly cloudy and mild. Showers are likely during the day, maybe a thunderstorm, the high 73. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 35 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We'll get right up to the Alabama 1 hotline. Go to www.alabama1.org for all their products and services. Looking for the mortgage, the credit card, the car loan, anything you need. They'll take great care of you over at Alabama 1. He is uh, with PGA Tour Radio. CBS Sports Radio joins us every Monday brought to you by MD Wells and Aesthetics. Now Doug, Doug Bell, he takes
3: Doug. Phil, he picks Philadelphia.
1: Doug picked <laughs> the Eagles. Uh they no, thank no. you in Kansas City. Doug, Dad's trying to put me on the spot this morning want to know oh, about Valentine's Day, and I told him it was overrated. Doug's already taken care it. of it. And Doug, yeah, Doug's going to do something for Valentine's Day this it's year. Already, yeah, this stuff,
3: Doug, is already giving
4: rings and
3: everything else yeah, in the world. Doug.
1: <laughs> so right now, we have a poll question up, Doug, so you need to go vote. Yeah. 91% say it's overrated currently right now. Now, my mother-in-law's mad, saying only the men are voting, but if it if it's over fifty percent, I'm not getting Jenny anything. So, you better have the ladies go vote. Doug, how, what do you think? Overrated? <laughs> oh, he's not he's not gonna say overrated. Properly rated,
3: Doug. <laughs> he ain't oh, gonna say overrated.
13: No, nope. I mean, listen, I I know how important Valentine's Day oh, is. See
1: that? I told
13: you, I told you, he's
5: Doug. already henpecked. He's in, already henpecked.
1: Turn in your man card, Doug. He's already henpecked. Oh.
13: It is not overrated, let me tell you. And I'm saying that just in case somebody's listening. Yeah. yeah, That's all I'm doing.
1: Okay. All right, Doug, tell us about that Phoenix Open.
13: (laughs) Well, it was exciting, guys. Um, Scotty Scheffler goes back-to-back. And the only, listen, the only people to win Phoenix back-to-back, Arnold Palmer did it twice. Hideki Matsuyama's done it. But Lloyd Mangrum, uh, Ben Hogan. I mean, we're talking some of the biggest names in the game, and so that was special. And now he overtakes Rory for number one in the world. So Scotty Scheffler's back, and it, and and now, and oh, by the way, he won three point six million dollars. Uh, that ties the biggest winning purse on PGA Tour history. Of course, John Rahm won that in Hawaii a few weeks ago. So, so again, these these uh, events that are elevated, uh, the purses are bigger, and this direct answer to what lib did last summer so these great players are benefiting in a big way and now uh another big tournament this week in los angeles at riviera and tiger is going to play and Scheffler and rory and rom they're all going to be there and again the winning purse the winner gets 3.6 million dollars this week in los angeles This, this is a big time for the pga tour guys and lib hasn't even started their new season yet nobody's talking about them so i think the pga tour has kind of reestablished themselves. Uh, I mean, if they took a hit last year, they reestablished themselves as the tour, the only tour, really, in my mind.
3: But yeah, you know, I think one of the interesting things to me is you, you, when you go to live, the personalities that went there have lost their personalities. They they don't they don't have the, you don't talk about only, you don't talk about how far Bryson Shambo hits it. You, you don't right. it's. It, 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 they they lost their clout to me with with American people. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but it seems like No, it. coach, I agree.
13: I agree 100%. And, and I've told everybody that. Listen, I, I'm a, a big fan or I was of Brooks Kepka and DeChambeau. and I love following these guys when they were on the PGA tour yeah. and I interviewed them. And they, you know, they're always in the news and they were on the cover of Golf Digest yeah. and Golf Magazine and things like that. Now you don't hear anything from them. Now maybe they're happy counting their millions of dollars. But I, I think they've become a non-factor yeah. when it comes to professional uh, golf. I mean, we just talked about Scheffler. Yeah, I Factor think the guy. one that
3: doesn't. Yeah, I think the one that doesn't really care either way is Dustin Johnson. I just don't think he cares. <laughs> he, he don't care about the. He don't care about. It. He's got that whatever he's got, uh, whatever. But uh, he, he's, yeah. he's he's well he's he's one of the few he doesn't give a. But the rest of them who love the limelight, uh, they've lost
13: it. Yeah, I agree. And, and DJ, that, you're right, Coach. Again, that's kind of his personality. Like, yeah. You know, he doesn't care what anybody says about him. I mean, he's just – he's enjoying life now. You know, he has a beautiful wife. Uh, they have two beautiful children. Uh, he's made a, you know, a king's ransom in his career. And now, uh, with the contract he signed with Live, I mean, DJ is one of the highest-paid professional athletes in the world. So, yeah, no, he's enjoying life. and And the notoriety doesn't matter to him. Yeah. And so there you go. And he's won a Masters in the U.S. Open. So I think he feels in his mind he's accomplished uh, quite a bit in his career, and, and he has. There's no question about it. Well, Mullen,
3: Mullen does a trade. making a little money. Made $44,000, and uh, I thought JT you know, came back up the board pretty good yesterday and, and made almost a million.
13: Yeah, I, and that's the thing, guys. Um, the money they're making, and Barry, I know you always ask me about that. It uh, doesn't matter to these guys, and the answer is... An emphatic yes. I mean, uh, for example, you know, I thought it was interesting. On Saturday, I was working the tournament, and James Hahn, a longtime PGA Tour pro, came through. He was tied for 18th at the time. On the player advisory board, there's 18 players who voted for this, uh, this new formula on the PGA Tour, the elevated events, et cetera, et cetera. And James Hahn is the one guy who voted against it. There were 17 yes votes, let's do it, and he was the one naysayer and what's interesting about that is on Saturday, uh, he was tied for 18th. and 18th place at the Phoenix Open, won $265,000. Under the old format, uh, 18th would have paid about $45,000. So um, that was a, I thought that was interesting. James Hahn, and, he, and the reason James voted against it, because he feels that there's going to be a two-tier system now in the PGA Tour. There's going to be the top guys. Might be, and then there's going to be the lower guys. It might and be, and, and that's probably true. Yeah, but at the same time, the, the money that they're playing for now. I mean, guys, you need to emphasize that the winner yesterday, Scotty Scheffler, got three point six million dollars for winning. Why, the why is the cr- why is the crowd so hip so
3: big there? And does that I know the, the PGA pays the money. Where, where does the money go? The people that go to that to that tournament there that goes to PGA. Well,
13: it- yeah, no, you know what it is, Coach. Each each stop, and and obviously the Thunderbirds, which is the uh, charitable organization uh, in Phoenix, there, uh, you know, it's all uh, the vast majority of that goes to local charities, and that's kind of the formula, the tax formula too, that uh, the PGA Tour has had for for decades, and and it's a good formula too. Um, yeah. You know, for a lot of business reasons as well. But, you know, that, that is just an event, guys. That is a bucket list for people now, uh, the 16th hole, where they've totally enclosed it. And it's just one of those things where people like to go. Uh, it, it, You know, we're talking about what you might have at a big-time college basketball game. That's exactly the number of people. I mean, we're talking 15 to 20,000 people on one 159-yard par 3, totally surrounding yeah. it. I yeah. mean, it's... It is a wild scene. It is an absolute that that no other golf tournament has, and thank goodness because I think it only works at one spot, and that's what makes it so special.
1: Doug, what uh, what's got Tiger playing? Is he feeling better? Is he hitting the ball well? Uh, Is he is his rehab going really well? I mean, how is Tiger's health right now? What's made him decide to play this weekend?
13: Well, you know, Barry, what's interesting about that is you know. Uh, if, if you announce you're going to play, you have to do it by 5 o'clock on Friday. Right. And so Tiger sends it out on social media last Friday around 4 o'clock that, hey, uh, I'm tired of sitting around and I'm ready to come play. We haven't seen him since he played with his son Charlie at the PNC Father-Son Challenge. Um, I mean, he's just been off the radar, off the grid. And in fact, when he announced it, uh, I mean, John Rahm, Jason Day, Max Homa, all these guys were getting done with their rounds, and people were saying, hey, what do you think Tiger's going to play next week? And they were like, really? Tiger's going to play at Riviera? Wow, that's awesome. They had no idea. So he surprised everybody by that announcement. The Genesis Invitational uh, benefits the Tiger Woods Foundation. So and That's, he's gonna where, be that's where he player. had the wreck,
1: yep. right? Isn't that the same place where he yep. had the wreck?
13: Yep. 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 And uh, But, you know, it's interesting, Barry, he, he, of all the victories that he has in his career 82 um he's never won at riviera in fact that's the only tournament that he's played a minimum of three times that he's never recorded a victory so interesting that he would pick that place to come back and play a place that he hasn't had a lot of success and by the way the first hole is this massive downhill walk Eighteenth yeah. hole is this massive uphill walk so uh, that is going to be that's going to be a challenge for Tiger um, walking down that <laughs> that hill. Yeah. I mean, it's not an easy, of course, to walk.
1: Well, uh, that helps the ticket. The ticket is doubled, didn't it? or tripled, didn't it, Doug?
13: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm going out there um, late tomorrow afternoon, guys. I'll be working that tournament. Come uh, mm. yeah, I mean, look. I mean, the crowds are just. that. that when he announced. Now, listen. That is an elite event anyway because Riviera is such a special golf course and the players love it and they always have an all-star cast. But the fact that he's there will, I would say, conservatively, that will triple the gallery that they thought they were going to have at the Genesis Invitational. I mean, it, that's exactly what Tiger does. Now, will he make the cut? Um, has not played in a long time? He's picked a very difficult golf course. So I, I think it will be – th- to me it would be a surprise – if Tiger makes the cut and plays on the weekend,
1: so Doug, when you're co- Joe's asking me, uh, when you're covering these events, how much right. are you, how much are you walking per day? Uh, are you walking with a group? Do you stay on a particular hole? Do you get with the lead? Well, how, how do you? Or do they tell you how you cover these two or three holes? How, how do they, How do you know where to go?
13: Well, I you know we have a game plan before the round starts, and and that's always uh, subject to change because. Uh, for example, it's like, hey, Doug, you're going to go out with this group. But then suddenly when we go on the air, uh, there's another player who's already five or six under. Yeah. So they're like, oh, Doug, forget that guy. We're going to send you over there. Uh, now, in the case of Tiger Woods, if I get assigned Tiger, uh, we'll cover him from start to finish. We'll never leave Tiger. And, for example, we'll never leave Rory. We'll never leave John Rahm. Those are the big names that... If you're listening on the radio, you want to hear what those guys are doing. Sure, but uh, yeah, to answer your question, I'm assigned a group to begin with, and I walk the majority of the time. Now, if it's if it's a player who isn't um, maybe a household name, um, you know, I have a I have a volunteer who's in a golf cart outside the ropes because sometimes they're like, "Hey, Doug, uh, he just bogeyed two in a row. We're going to send you back on the other side of the property and pick up another golfer." And so, in that case, I jump in the cart and go
1: over. But yeah, he's worn time, out because a lot of reasons. So you're like you're <laughs> you're like royalty out there, Doug. They're driving you around. Uh, he's worn out, okay. <laughs>
13: no, I, I would I would never classify
1: myself as royalty. Um
13: <laughs> but I will say this. Tiger it's easier it's easier to walk. Yeah. With a guy like Tiger Galleries are so big. And that's and I would just walk the entire round with him as opposed to trying to fight that crowd, which is crazy. Yeah yeah uh, what
3: what what is the elevated these players that are elevated am I gonna get my feelings hurt real bad if you're elevated and I'm not you know, is it the, the, I mean wait a minute I mean, let me let me rephrase that does your I guess it's, it's your play that elevates you but also you you mentioned also your personality uh right. you know how, how you what you thought of it, is is that a problem.
13: Well, uh, and, and again, a great question. And I think there's a, there's quite a few players who um, are, are questioning that. Gosh, am I am I not popular enough? Am I getting left out, et cetera? And I, I think the bottom line is uh, the players. You know, you're talking about the the playoffs this year. Only the top seventy make the playoffs, as opposed to the top one hundred and twenty-five. And so, in order to make that top seventy. Uh you really have to play some really, really good golf. Now you'll have other opportunities obviously to keep your PGA tour card. But um I think coach I think most players will have to use that as motivation to try to elevate okay. themselves to make the playoffs and, and play in all these special tournaments where, where the money is incredible.
3: Oh well what what about what about this, Dave? I'm a really good player. I, I'm a really good player. I got a decent name. I'm not in the top seventy. I'm just gonna go on to go on or go over to LIV. Is that gonna happen?
0: Um,
13: it could possibly. Um, but the thing is, I think the opportunities on Live are also drying up. They can, you know, they only have so many players uh, under contract because you know they have the smaller fields. Um, okay. And they only play three rounds. So you're That's left out in the contract. cold. Well, basically, yeah, Coach. And and that's the thing. You know, when when they came out with this new formula, when all this craziness was happening with Liv and the PGA Tour was answering Liv with, hey, next season, which is this season, we're going to have these elevated events, we're going to play for more money, et cetera. Jack Nicholas came out and said, listen, I'm all for it, Mm -hmm. except I really believe we're going to create a two-tier system on the PGA Tour. We'll have the haves and the have-nots. And Jack said that, that was worrisome to him because back when he and Arnold Palmer and Gary player, you know, they, they kind of broke away and and really supported this new PGA tour. Um, He felt they were creating an opportunity for all these, you know, for 125 or more golfers. And now Jack's worried that we'll have a two tier system. And I think he's right, but I think we have just progressed to a point where in modern sports, People want to see the biggest names playing against each other more often, and I think that's what we're going to have. You know, people would rather see Rory and Justin Thomas and uh, Scotty Scheffler and John Rom play all the time as opposed to uh, Jim Herman or, or some of these guys. So sink, sink, uh, Stewart
3: Sink wouldn't be included in that top tier, would he?
13: No, he's not. In fact, Stuart turns 50 on May 23rd, and so he's going to have to – and what he'll do is probably play a few times on PGA Tour champions, and play in the tournaments that um, that he can still get in on the PGA Tour. And he played this week. Stuart played. Yeah, this well, week. we had we had uh, Davis Riley and Pet
3: uh, Kazar didn't make the cut. We're, we're, and they're not in. They're good, good, great players. Not what happens to guys like that?
13: They're just going to have to keep playing hard. Um, and for example, you know, they got in last week, um, they'll, they're both qualified for, they'll play this week because these, these, uh, designated events, um, you know, you still have 144 players, uh, and there's a cut. Now there are some tournaments like the century tournament of champions, uh, where there's no cut and they're still playing for all that money. Uh, but again, you have to go out and perform. You have to go out and win. You have to go out and get into the top 70 in the playoffs. And I think Davis Riley would have certainly qualified last year for the top 70. Uh, Pat and Kazire would not have. So, um, again, these guys just have to keep performing at a high level.
3: Well, how do you do that? If you're not in the top 70, there's no place for you to play.
13: They will. No, if you don't make the playoffs, you'll still, from 70 uh, to 125, will still have an opportunity to keep their cards for the following year. And the tour has not announced the new schedule for the fall because uh, once, the tour champion, yeah, once the tour championship ends at the end of August, all the big names are done until we start up the new year in Hawaii. But they'll, they'll have tournaments now during the fall, and we don't know where they're going to be or if um, – I, I assume they'll be televised on golf. But those will be for the guys trying to keep their cards. And, for example, Mm -hmm. the Sanderson Farms Championship in Jackson, Mississippi, that'll be a tournament in the fall. uh, But it obviously won't have any of the um, quote-unquote big names playing.
1: All right, Doug, what did you think about the Super Bowl? Did the referee get it right throwing (laughs) the pass interference penalty one? And were you surprised that um, Kansas City guy did not go in the end zone, fell down? Kinda of ran the clock out. If they would have gotten that field goal blocked or messed up do you take the touchdown there? Did they play it? Obviously they did it right because it worked out. Just your thoughts on the ending there.
13: Well, first off, I I, I was surprised that he didn't, didn't go in for the touchdown, frankly. Um and and I guess I guess somebody told him, Listen, uh go down uh and let that clock continue to run. I that, that absolutely surprised uh but but as you said it worked out for them. As for the penalty, and again, guys, it was a penalty. Uh, even even yeah. the guy who got called for it admitted it afterwards. And yeah. you know, I was thinking about that. Here, here's the deal: of years ago, you know, I was I was sitting down with Coach Knight when he was at Texas Tech, and I wasn't saying anything. He was kind of holding court, and it was his contention with officiating. Listen, if it's a if it's a foul, you got to call it, no matter how big the game is, no matter what time of the game is, no matter if you're up by thirty or down by thirty. If it's a foul, it's a foul. You have to call it. That was his contention. And then I've also sat down with college basketball officials and even football officials who tell me, listen, I, I referee a game, no harm, no foul. And those are the two camps, right? And I tend yeah. to believe Coach Knight was right. I mean, I think to maintain integrity and to make it even across the board, I think you have to call it. Even though it was a Super Bowl, even though it was a big, big play, it was... It was a penalty. I don't think there's any question. So, um, yeah, I think the I think the flag was correct. I know a lot of people are bellyaching about it, but I, I thought it was it was clearly a, a penalty. And, it, and listen, guys, that was the one Super Bowl that I can remember. Maybe you guys can think of one where both quarterbacks played at an A plus level. That was remarkable. That was really exciting. What Mahomes and Jalen did, and you could have. Jalen could have been the MVP. When you get right down to it, I mean, he played. He played. I mean, although he did have that one fumble, but he played a flawless football game. Fairly exciting.
1: Yep, was. Well, well uh, lastly, Doug. Um, pretty amazing. Alabama go down and with freshmen Bradley, Ryland Griffin, Miller, Clowney, those guys to handle that environment down there in Auburn. Uh, these these kids are tough, aren't they? Aren't they, Doug?
13: Oh my gosh! Um, oh, and what about the kid who hit the ninety-four foot putt at halftime? By the way, to win a car, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, but but as for yeah, their performance was outstanding. That is such a difficult environment at Auburn. Um, that showed me a lot about this Alabama basketball team. And you know, you guys ask me every week, are they going to go undefeated? You know, they still you know still go to Knoxville. You still go to College Station. In that last game of the regular season, uh, I think it's an eleven o'clock tip at Reed Arena. The place is gonna be rocking and AM's pretty good. So I I still think they'll probably drop one game, but they're gonna go in as a number one seed to the NCAA tournament, and this is an ultra talented team who shown me a lot, guys. And since the Oklahoma loss, wow, they've really bounced back in a big way. So um, I credit the coaches and most importantly I credit the kids because obviously they're they're pretty They're pretty tough. Those kids are mentally mentally tough, and I give them a lot of credit. They're a lot of fun to watch. There's no doubt about
1: it. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Doug, maybe a great Valentine gift. Dad's all over me about what I'm going to get Jenny. Maybe a gift certificate of MD Wellness and Aesthetics. How about that for a little Valentine gift?
13: Mary, what a great handoff, just like Mahomes did last night. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: now, I, I see yeah. you've already taken care of your Valentine's. It, it's already out there on social media. You've already get, given the flowers. So. But for somebody else, MD Wellness, tell them what they can do there.
13: Yeah, 205 582 9216. And Susan Brignett is the owner. And if you call 582 9216, Susan will answer. Uh, Dr. Mancuso, Don Mancuso, is there today. It's free consultation. Uh, and all the stuff that you want, guys, you know, filler, uh, Botox, uh, the laser treatments. Uh, I mean, just all sorts of skin treatments. Uh, you got the hormone replacement. You got the B12 shots. I mean, its and it's not just for the ladies. It's also for the men. But I think since Valentine's Day is tomorrow, maybe we should be thinking about the uh, ladies in our lives. So give them a call, MD Wellness and Aesthetics. She'll love it, by the way. Two zero five five eight two. 9216.
1: So, Doug, since you've been on, it was 91% overrated. It's dropped to 83, so you had an influence on the listener.
13: <laughs> well, I'm glad I influenced somebody out there. You know, <laughs> Thank you, Doug. I have very little influence. I appreciate it, guys. talking next week.
1: All right, Thanks. Doug. Let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes.
3: Well, when I talk about Prince Glover and Hayes, I talk about uh, a group that have uh, been very successful. They've won a lot of cases. They know uh, the problems that come up with um, – the things that come up in your life, whether it be a neighbor or kin folks or whatever it might be. Three four five one two three four. Easy number to remember. Prince Glover and Hayes been in business for a long, long time, not only in Tuscaloosa and Alabama area, but all over the southeast. If you have a problem that you're not really decided exactly how you need to handle it, then just call them at three four five one two three four and that will that will do the job, and they'll visit with you and then go by 701 Rice Mine Road, and they'll they'll help you in person. Also, I want to mention Constant Companion Animal Hospital. Well, Joe still got me on, 115 hours drive, 635-0313. I got uh, Sam's in my lap now, and Bill will take her over and see them before long.
1: So you were messing with Sam at halftime of the Super Bowl and didn't watch Rihanna? No. That's weak you does listening tie Tide 100.9. is the home of Alabama Sports.
2: No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers.
6: Tide 100.9, traffic. From the towns of Nissan, traffic center, no active wrecks, but we're getting reports of foggy condition, a new watermelon road at the spillway, and on the Alabama 297 Bridge. If you see conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at of Nissan, $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. Experience a level of performance you've never seen in a tournament fast boat until now in your
0: new Camus fast Boat powered by Mercury. From Boatworks in Northport. Coaches
10: took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellowwood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build. Just go to the internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me. You don't want it. It's yellow wood.
0: Tide 100.9. For more coverage of Alabama football, visit us at Tide100.9.com or download the free Tide 100.9 app. The Crimson Tide.
1: Pest Control is serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi. Since 1973, let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and a healthy job. Give them a call to 866-Wayne's-1. Tell them you heard on the inside of the locker room. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. Right to the Wayne sideline, get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce.
12: Good morning, Barry. I want to bring up something real quick. Morning. I have something. For Valentine's, Yes, sir. me of all the, the people got lucky, and I dated a girl right after my divorce. Mm-hmm. Her birthday was on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Double up. <laughs> I had up. to get two presents. Her, her birthday was on Valentine's Day. I had to get two presents, not one.
1: Two? That's like, yeah. uh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
12: I, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's it, it is. I think that's slightly overrated. You know, because
1: like I said, I, one that he had to have two. You know, so you can imagine that. Hey, did y'all mention anything about Christy? About the uh, women's basketball team? Because I yeah, yeah like, we did. We did. three. won three in a row. Whipped Auburn. Won at Kentucky. Beat Missouri. The guys, the girls are playing well. But
12: this makes nine times in a row
1: that they beat yeah.
12: Auburn. You know, she, she is doing real good. And I pass off to her, and uh, and it was priceless going down there and taking care of business at Auburn, especially when Miller did the crane thing.
1: <laughs> well, I'm getting a lot of texts about this Valentine's thing, Joe. Like, I'm getting people are disturbing our oh, guys. We're kind of joking. Like, I'm going to take care of Jenny. Some guy just said, I better build a... Better use yellow wood on that doghouse I'm gonna be in. Uh, well, I mean, pressure treated pine, Great Southern, I'm sure.
2: Be a great doghouse. Yeah,
1: be a great doghouse. And other people Coach are w- worried that I'm not gonna do anything, and they're giving me all these suggestions of things to get. Dad, you've got them stirred up here today. Do get, <laughs> what do you get? What are you getting, Mom? Dad, you get? I'm what, not telling. Huh? I'm not telling. yeah uh Yeah.
12: Yeah. How, what
3: would
1: you say to your team when you got to go to Knoxville after them coming off the two losses in one week by getting beat on the but on the bus and beat her shot. No, it take it take too, it take too long for me to tell that on show. some shots. <laughs> hey well, Bryce, let me give you a Valentine's advice, Joe. And this is Dad's advice. Just tell her you got something going on that you're going you're going to celebrate the next day because the flowers and everything goes half price. It's oh, how I price. agree with
13: that.
12: Yeah, will do it today after.
1: Problem. Oh, yeah. But you know what?
12: I don't have, I'm going to save a lot of money this year. I don't have to get none this year. What? No, Valentine.
1: Well, you've been traveling yeah. around some girl in Florida. Y'all not? Yeah, but
12: she stayed in Florida and I didn't.
1: Oh, uh, wow. So <laughs> that's a
12: great place to visit, but I ain't living down there. Too many hurricanes. Uh, uh-uh. Okay. You know, I, so we went our separate ways. Yeah, I've been, I, I've just been having fun ever since. I think it was September after Labor Day, yeah. Oh, okay. so I'm going to save a lot of money this year, Barry. I'm excited. Oh, good. <laughs> you to spend a lot uh, in the last few years, but uh, Alabama will probably be at least two, maybe one, because you know, Purdue got beat
1: right now. Well, Alabama's going to be one when the poll comes, predicting it right now. They'll be number one. They're going to jump um, Houston because they beat them on their home floor.
12: Well, you'd think so, but don't be surprised if that don't happen, but I'd rather be two than
1: one.
12: Yeah. So. Are y'all hearing anything exciting going on at, uh, at football? No. What
2: did you think
1: about the Super Bowl, uh, Barry? Uh, I thought it was a great game. I thought uh, Mahomes uh, coming back with that high ankle sprain to play that well in the second half. I thought Jalen Hurts made himself a pile of money. Uh, Deontay Smith played well. I thought it was a good game, and um, I hated that it. It yeah. controversial call like that. But uh, but it kept well, my attention from start to finish for sure.
12: Oh yeah, it's the best Super Bowl I've seen in a long time. And I I'm down here. Muscle shows. I'm off today, and I, I've been down here since Saturday. And I, just you know, hanging out with my nephew, and I, we just uh, we just had a good time. I, it was friends and family, watched the Super Bowl, and uh, my, uh, my my granddaughter turned four months old yesterday. Nice. She's going to be one year old, well, you know it, it's flying by. No doubt. Hey, Mary, do you have any other kids, uh, any girls, other than the one in Atlanta?
1: No, it's my only girl. That's what I thought. Yep, Caroline, sweet Caroline. I got to see her this week. All right, thank you, Bryce. Well, that's, that's the good. music. That's the music we got to get out. Uh, first and Main Condos, my good guy, Todd Palmer. Uh, take care of him. Go look at these condos: three bedroom, three and a half bath, stainless steel appliances, granite countertops, right there in the historic district of downtown Norport. Security cameras, gated community, close to downtown, five minutes to University of Alabama. The location is outstanding, 205-657-7465 or go to the website, firstdomaincondos.com. Tell them you heard on Inside the Locker Room, one month free rent. Also, Alabama 1, www.alabama1.org. Hey, Joe, I didn't tell you. So, the seedings came out for Max team, and we had our first tournament game on Saturday, and we played Mike Brown's team with the, with Shaquille O'Neal. Send them home. And we whooped them. So I got I told Mike I, said, I can't wait to get you on the radio on Friday. Now the great it was a great game. The kids are awesome, but uh, we did win. We didn't whoop them. Uh, we won. But uh, the coaches were awesome uh, there. That was uh, Jags Becker. Really nice guys over there. Their kids played well, but. We made a couple more shots, uh, so we, we're moving on. We're in the Final Four, Joe, Final Four. Go get them, Mac. Thursday, Final Four out at the Phelps Center. So get out there and see some humongous big games out there. Right, that's it for today's show. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. I can't wait to talk to Mike Brown on Friday. You listen to Tide 100.9. Let's the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.
0: With Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.